here we are once again, ready to record, ready to talk about chapters 31 through 35 for TOG. You sound so happy. I'm not in a bad mood. I'm actually in an okay mood, despite spending $700 at Target earlier today. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, that, that put a damper on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't have mentioned that. <laughs> yeah. She got PTSD from like, shopping, y'all. She got PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't think about it. And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And then I'm like, oh, fuck. I am not okay. <laughs> How are okay. you guys feeling? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I had a chill weekend. I had an okay weekend. I did. That's good. I'm excited to get into it because I feel like a lot of stuff has happened in this book. So I was like, oh, 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 oh. That was my face at one point. I was like, ah. (laughs) Make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the Novel Society Podcast and at Novel Society Pod on Twitter. Yay. I was really excited to discuss. Without further ado, let's jump right into it. Starting with chapter 31. (laughs) (laughs) That is not what happened in chapter 31, guys. That is not what went down. I just threw up in my throat. Oh, oh God. Um, We're going to stop a commercial break. (laughs) And and now a word from our sponsors. No, we're from our sponsors. <laughs> we got to do some music. <laughs> Let's try that shit again. Okay. <sighs> Chapter 31. <laughs> so she has another dream, Cece. And in this dream, Elena visits her room this time. She gives her another cryptic message. Keep an eye on your right. And I'm mm-hmm. like, could this bitch be any more like avant-garde? Any more like abstract? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, just tell me what the fuck I need to know. For real. She also says that the only thing that's covering the tapestry, or the only thing that's covering this um secret, uh, what is it? Thing, thing. I look like I'm jerking somebody off. The only thing that's covering the secret passageway <laughs> is um the tapestry. So I'm wondering, and the tapestry is to her right. So I'm wondering at that point, like, oh, does she mean like keep an eye? on the secret passageway to make sure nobody's coming in to murder you. It would have been nice to have a little bit more context to that. Yeah. But apparently if you're an old, dead, ancient, royal ghost, you're not allowed to give a lot of clues. So Or be straightforward. Yeah. So that was a little <laughs> annoying because I'm like, is this going to be, is this what it's going to be like every time you come to visit me? Right. Because in that case, just stay your ass at home. Like, I, I... <laughs> Just send me a message. We don't need the drama. But we do find out later on in the test that they're doing, she was pretty much telling Selena to keep an eye on her right because um, they were doing like a poisons test. And Paler, who is the poisons master, was to her right. I found it interesting that he actually helped her out. Mm-hmm. That I wasn't expecting. I wasn't yeah. expecting it either. But when it was said that like outcasts need to stick together or outcasts will stick together, and he has been an outcast, mm-hmm. essentially... I think that's where she's like, okay, wait. And you know what's really surprising? It's surprising that she makes allies easy. Yeah. She talks about how she's an assassin and, you know, things like that. But I find it very interesting that people seem to be drawn to her or flock to her. And then they, like, just immediately spark up some type of friendship, some type of acquaintance. Yeah. It's like, it's her her personality makes it easy Mm -hmm. for people to kind of, like, wander to her. 
and want to be near her. Yeah, exactly. Um, I also especially want to emphasis or put an emphasis on that note, outcast stick together, because mm. it's once again leading me to believe rebellion. Okay. I'm saying, I'm calling it. Somewhere down the line. Yeah, I'm calling it somewhere down the line. There's going to be a fucking rebellion. People are going to follow her. People are already following her. I like that. Mm. That's that's my take on it. So then we move on to chapter 32. This is kind of like the easygoing chapter. There wasn't much in here in regards to a lot of detail. Nehemia and Selena are still like training. Selena is teaching Nehemia the language. And Nehemia actually in this chapter takes Cece to the kennels, the famous kennels that Dorian has these dogs in. Um, And there's one specific dog or one specific puppy that she notices out of the litter and she immediately gets like attached. Dorian ends up promising her he will find the dog a nice home. And she's on her way back to her room and Kane comes running down the fucking hallway. Yes! And he's like, yes. he's he looks like he's gulping for air and he's holding his throat like he can't breathe. Cece once again mentions the black ring on his finger. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, so wearing that has some type of like connection to, I guess, controlling or maybe being able to control the person that wears it. That's what I'm assuming. Right. But yeah, he was like, he was like staring at her like he was trying to warn her about something. And then he runs off down another hallway and he's continuously looking over his back, but he's not looking at her like he's looking past her like he's running from something. Like, is she, is he seeing something that we're not like, you know what I mean? Like, is he is there like some some invisible like is is the creature invisible up until a point when it's about to attack? Is that what it is? I feel like, yes, because remember the other murder, the they were like he would have saw that creature from down the hall because this whole hall is lit up. Yeah, that's why I feel like maybe it was chasing him. Maybe he was trying to escape. I have no idea. He definitely saw something that was not visible to the untrained or naked eye. And ultimately, Selena decides to um, uh, war Knox and Taylor because they helped her in the, their tests. I also wanted to bring out, too, before um, at the kennels with Nehemia, where Nehemia was like, mm. oh, you seem to like the prince and he seems to like you. And Cece went dead serious and was like i'd rather rip out my own fucking throat or my heart than to love somebody who's a havelard and i was like oh i legit have that tabbed i have that tabbed because to me i was like why that's what i'm saying like, <laughs> I was like why i get i get that she she hates the king for being like a um a colonizer and she hates what they've done to like the fae and the kingdom and the conquering all that shit like she knows that they're bad people but i feel like she has more of a personal connection mm-hmm. or a personal vendetta against the king that we still have not heard yet. I agree. And I think that's why she's like so dead set against the feelings that she has for Dorian. I feel like that was written more as like foreshadowing than anything because that was very specific. That wasn't mm. like, you know, I'd rather cut out my throat than love Havillard. Who said anything about loving? All she said was, he likes you. He's royalty. He doesn't have to care what she says. But anytime she makes any emotion, strong emotion towards anything, he's always like willing to like do whatever to like make her emotion change. What can I do? You know, what would make you happy? But um, uh, yeah, so we're rolling into chapter 33. This bitch, Galtane. Why do I always get her chapters? I just want to know. I always get <laughs> Lady Rumpelstiltskin. I'll never get over the Rumpelstiltskin. I'll never get over that. So I think it's funny she was getting high. 
fucking high as a kite in this chapter. Bruh. Like, she is stressed with a capital no. S. She a drug addict. And um, Duke, you know, walks into her room, visits her, and um, she's high as a kite. It's the privilege for me, the entitlement. Yeah. It's the entitlement to be able to just walk in my room unannounced. Get the fuck out. And he's like, you know, you know, trying to talk to her. And she's absent. She's like very like barely listening to him. She's like, I apologize for being absent minded. You know, she doesn't want to tell him that she was smoking. And um, he's like, no, I think you're clever. And he was like, and Dorian agrees, too. And she perked up real quick. He's like, yeah, you know, before she got super before sober. Lady Lillian interrupted, okay. he was going to say more. And I kind of feel like he was coaxing her. He was because uh, I was just about to say, how does he not know how bad? Like, she wants to be with Dorian. Like, how bad she's trying to, like, manipulate her way into that court, into that family, into that relationship. He never seemed, he never played the part of being a fool. He always just played the part of being an ass. I pity the fool. (laughs) And um, she was thinking in that moment as he was talking, like, you know, maybe I could tell the Duke to kill her for me so I could get closer to Dorian, you know, take out the picture. But then she was like, you know, that wouldn't be that wouldn't work because he would be like, nah, I can never kill a lady. She was like, well, maybe if I make it seem like Lady Lillian isn't as pure and isn't who she is as as they say she is. And she shouldn't be. She's and she's not a worthy companion for but anyone is yours. <laughs> in the court. And I was like, oh, shit. Now she like, you know, she's starting some shit intentionally. So he was like, I'll look into it. And um, then we switched to Nehemia, who. Came into Cece's room and she was just sobbing. Uh, Apparently, you know, her people got slaughtered. Selena just held her as long as she could. And that's kind of like where the scene ended. It was very, very sad scene just to see, you know, her as vulnerable as like that. And obviously anyone who knew history between their lands would know that it was strange for her to be in that castle. And for her being as castle as long as she was, there was a motive. And so I'm pretty sure many people beyond Selena figure that out. That moves us into chapter 34, where Cece's trying to get some rest because her cycle has come on. And then she just finished consoling Nehemia not too long ago. K.O.'s dumbass comes in, can't read the fucking room for shit. <laughs> this made me laugh, though. This made me laugh. She's like, I'm not well. Oh, you're tired? I don't feel well. <laughs> oh, you're sick? Bruh! Get a cloak. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain this to you. I'm bleeding from my vagina. I have cramps. I'm tired. I'm nauseous. I feel like I'm gonna throw the and fuck she up. Does. And she does. She vomits. She does. <laughs> Into a bucket. He's like, I'll, I'll see myself out. <laughs> and he tripped on his way out. Oh, he's now. like a boy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, fucking men. Like, just I, I can't. Um, it does suck though, because it feels like he was about to tell her something really important. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I really wanted to know what the fuck it was. She did too. And then <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that maybe in later chapters, like before the end of the book, we'll get to see like he might have told her, or he might tell her, like, hey, on the night that you had got sick, I was gonna come and tell you this and blah 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 blah. We'll see. Um, but then on top of that. Dorian mm-hmm. comes to visit. There's she's so popular, yo. She like she's so popular. She's she's very popular. She's that bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she's Regina George without like the mean functions of Regina George. Um <laughs> my thing is straight off the bat, why did you not ask this man if he knew anything or if he had anything to do with the slaughtering of Nehemia's people? 
she didn't ask him anything. And I get it. Like she was like hunched over in pain and stuff like that. But you have enough like energy to flirt with this man. And you don't even know if he was involved in like harming your best friend's people. Yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying. Like he's be the perfect person to ask behind what took mm-hmm. place. Yeah. Because it's like you are yeah. the fucking, yeah. you're the fucking crown prince. Yeah. And your daddy is not here. So he either that was your decision or maybe he made the decision, but you're sitting in council meetings with his advisors all the time. You didn't know mm-hmm. this was going to fucking happen. And how would he have been able to admit that to her? And maybe it's just me because yeah. I want all the smoke. No, I think I think I think that should have been something that took place. Well, maybe it will. I mean, it just hasn't taken place yet. But that definitely should have been a conversation that happened. Yeah, it's like I know it'll take place later down the line because that's going to be a blow up after, you know, we read what we read happened in some of the uh, later chapters. But it's just like, that would have been yeah, the first thing that I would have asked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, Dorian's acting like a complete fuck boy. And I hate it. I hate it. She's like in bed, like moaning and kind of like trying to get comfortable. She's like, oh, leave me alone. He's like, oh, surely it can't be that bad. How about I cut you in the fucking balls? And then you can see what it feels like. <laughs> I-, I hate that shit. He pissed me off so goddamn bad. Tell us how you really feel. I like this banter. I thought it was cute. Bruh. I'm like, oh, you're faking it. Am I? You want to get stabbed? And then, then let's see if you're faking it. You're being overdramatic. You need to calm down. Like, I almost forgot that he was a fictional character. That's how bad I wanted to fight this man. I love Ash's face right now. She's like, I'll just let her finish. <laughs> I'm, no, because like, I'm reading the little thing and I'm like, I it, he tells her officially, don't call me your highness. Call me Dorian. And he's like, say it. And I was like, oh, kink. Unlocked. <laughs> 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 Bitch. No, see, we're on two King separate fucking pages. No. I was like, what? Um, I was like, well then, okay. Okay. Yeah, girl, I didn't get any of that. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, man. This is good. Oh, gosh. So we're two different readers, yo. Before we dive into that, how did you guys feel of that, you know, those simmering moments between them, you know, like, do you like the idea of Selena and Dorian or? Is it bad that I really want her to have a moment with Kale? Like, like an actual moment? Because I feel like they get to a point and I think it's going that direction and then it doesn't happen. He fucks it up in some way. And then we're getting all of these moments with Dorian and I'm like, this is great. I like this banter. I like that they're similar in their confidence. But like, I honestly keep looking at Kale like an underdog. I'm like, that's the sweet one. That's the one that's going to care the most. So yeah, so like, I don't know. Like I'm I'm looking at, at Kale like, this is the underdog. This is the one that's going to have a really beautiful relationship with her, with her at like some point. Like it's going to be a sweet, I don't know if, if it's, it'll be more of a friendship or whatever, but that's the one I keep looking at that. I'm like, that's the one. Yeah. At this point, I'm just like, fuck Dorian. <laughs> I, 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 at this point, I do not like Dorian either. I'm like, I don't really want her to be. We need new love them. interest. She can have a friendship with Kale. Yeah. We need a new love interest. Um, Dorian is a no. Kale is fine as a friend. Do you think Dorian is just self-absorbed he is he's self-absorbed he's like obsessed with her because she's something new and shiny mm-hmm. and you're not like any of the other girls i've ever met at court mm-hmm. okay wait but like i want to put a pin in that because later chapters there's a comment that's made or an observation that i was like Ooh. 
And that's why it's like I'm saving, I'm saving my observations yeah. for later. I mean, even yeah. after what I read, I'm still like fuck Dorian. But <laughs> I have I have uh yeah. I have opinions on other things later, yes. later down the line. I think I, I kind of I want I kind of want Dorian and her to, to get it because she's always been such at the bottom of the barrel. And finally she can be with somebody that can mm-hmm. kind of give her because she has thoughts and ideas and I feel like her being with someone in power or at least even if they're if they're not romantic have a very close relationship fix your face (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry I wish I could see her face right now (laughs) I have have reasoning (laughs) if she could at least have something with someone something genuine with someone who can give her the platform she needs to make a lot of change happen because no one, not even people in that castle has experienced the things she's experienced, especially, um, you know, as long as she is and um, the change that people do talk about and they're looking for. And she's the only one so far that has a perspective, enough perspective to actually bring about some type of change. So that for me is my reasoning. And I feel like she has more fun generally with him than she does with Kale. Kale just, he's so damn bipolar one minute he likes her the next minute she's like shit and that don't settle with me you can't have a relationship like that (laughs) no it's like it's emotionally abusive i'm just like oh no really yeah truly that's why i'm like neither of them i i choose neither i choose option c herself or option i choose option v damn for vibrator (laughs) (laughs) i like that all right we'll keep that Okay. <laughs> um, so Dorian in this chapter also has a moment of clarity or truth, kind of like Ko did when he first came in the room in this chapter, talking about how this country is a mess, and he understands why she hates the people in the castle and his father and him included. Um, he understands why she, you know, doesn't have a problem killing people like them. And I'm like, okay, so again, rebellion. Are you are you on the side uh-huh. of the rebellion? Like, is this happening or no? And at the end, he kisses her cheek goodnight. But again, I'm just like, <laughs> throw up in my mouth. Don't want it. Uh, did we talk about is this? The uh, the chapter we talk about the book that he found. The romance book. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bitch! I forgot and about he's that. Like, yes. He's like, what is this? This is not the books that I gave you. And she's like, well, you know. And he, he started opened reading. Up the, he was like, what? He opened up the fucking book and started reading. It was like, he kissed her milky white breast. What is this? <laughs> First of all, bitch, nobody told you to touch right. my shit. And then she's like, you know, I tried to make Kale read it, but you know, he was too good for it. And he was like, what? You asked Kale to read this? And he was like, give me that, you demon woman. <laughs> it was cute. I'll not have you matching us against each other. That was the only cute moment between mm-hmm. them yeah very nice so we move on to chapter um 35 and we get uh Kale's point of view a little bit oh my god he has feelings <sighs> he does and he is just thinking about how she was in a death camp she was in Indovia, and he's just kind of like and she survived which is crazy um and i thought that that kind of gave us a little bit of a decent insight into like his feelings a little bit towards her or at least a little bit towards the situation she was in so he's not that cold towards her also so dorian and selena are 
not that they're hanging around. They just happen to be, you know, walking around or whatever. And she has the amulet and he eyes the fuck out of it. And he's like, um, where'd you get that? Who gave that to you? Queen Elena has something that looked like that. And then he like goes into detail about it. Selena is just kind of like, oh, shit. Well, the thing is, like, she's assuming that the king has outlawed all this shit. He burned a lot of the information about, like, the fae and magic and stuff like that. So she's assuming that maybe he won't know. Right. And then she's like, oh, shit, of course he knows. He fucking reads. He's well-versed. Yeah. And then she's like, "Um, the king could have her murdered just for that. This bitch can't catch a break. And she's, like, getting it from all sides, which fucking sucks. So then we move on to a little bit later and she's doing something and something rolls under her bed. And when she grabs it, she's like, she looks and she's like, somebody fucking drew a word mark under her bed. It was a bunch and of she them. she was just like, like, just like she was, her reaction, that would have been my reaction. Like she gets extremely scared. She starts to scrub everything to take it off because obviously she immediately notices those um, word marks are the exact word marks that were left at the killings. So somebody definitely made Mm -hmm. it a point to put it under her bed and make her um, basically like the next sacrifice or the next killing. To which I immediately started running down everybody that could have been in her room. And I was like, well, I don't think it's Dorian. I don't think it's Kale. I was like, what about, what's her name? Philippa? Philippa Lipa? Yeah. I was like, she has access to her bed. She has access to her room. She could have easily done that. Has Knox ever been in there? Because I'm not counting out Knox. We can put Knox in there. I it He could have snuck in there at some point. But it, 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 immediately I was just kind of like, who the fuck has access to this chick's room? Well, let's think about, let's think about for a minute, like what's changed recently, right? The only big event that has happened since is what happened to Nehemi's people. Yeah. Right? And one of the things that we forgot to mention in the last chapter was you know, Dorian was so ashamed by what happened. And so I'm thinking here, like, like, think Nehemia is flipped scripts because she's gotten real cool with him. I mean, from from the end of this chapter, maybe. The, yeah. Because remember you said, remember you said, oh, she said she doesn't know anything about the word mark. She's probably lying. She Yeah, she was definitely lying. And when we get to the end of the chapter, we, we see that she was fucking lying. Yeah. So basically what we're trying, what we're getting to is after this, Selena can't sleep. So she goes to the library to look further into word marks, she runs into ne- Nehemia. Immediately, there's tension, and Nehemia basically tells Selena that she is just as ignorant as the other fools in this castle. But she says it to her in full plain, le- like, wording. Like, I don't want to say English. No accent. Like, she never, she doesn't have her accent. She doesn't have her accent no. of Elway. She's saying it in the perfect dictation, all of that shit. And on top of that, the book that she was reading was far more advanced than Selena thought that she could read in that language. Now that you're reading on like a, a goddamn collegiate level, bitch, something's <laughs> off. <laughs> Something is mm-hmm. way the fuck off. Like I read that and I immediately was like, oh shit, this chick put the word mark under her bed. Like this is such a betrayal. <laughs> like, Yeah. And she's always telling Selena, you know, you're not what you say you are. Yeah. There's something more to you. Yeah. And here she goes and does that shit. And then I feel bad because Nehemia said they were friends. Mm. And that was, she hadn't heard that in a long time. Hadn't made a true friend in a long time. For her to do that to her, I know it hurt. Yeah, it definitely, um, it definitely cut her to the core. What do you guys think of Nehemia now? I'm suspicious. I mean, I, I feel like it was a little, I feel like it's a little too clean. 
I feel like they're trying to pin it mm-hmm. all on Nehemia when I mm. when I feel like it's gonna go a little bit of a different direction. But I know Nehemia has something to do with this. And she might not be the one causing the murders and stuff like that. Like maybe she's trying to investigate. Um mm-hmm. and she definitely knows more than she says she does, obviously, but I don't think that it's her. Sarah loves doing that shit. She's like, oh, here it is. Neat little present wrapped up in your hands. You just have to pull off the bow. And then you open it. It's like, bam, punch in the face. Bitch, you thought you had it. You don't have it. It's actually this. So I feel like it's it's very much the way a magician is. It like, look at this hand, look at this hand. And then she comes out of nowhere with this other hand. And it's a bunch of other shit. Yeah. Like, I'm still, I think there's more to it with Nehemia. And I do believe the reason we're getting Caltaine's point of view is because somehow she's involved. Yeah. She might not realize she's involved, but somehow she is involved. And yeah, so I'm, I agree. That's where I'm at right now. Speaking of Caltaine, do you think that her headaches are like natural? No. No, because remember, yeah. Ashley mentioned that last uh, in the last episode. She's like, for her to be having extreme headaches like this, mm-hmm. it's not, it, it just doesn't make sense. Maybe the reason that she w- was on the pipe was because she needed it for, you know, relaxation or something. Not on the pipe, bitch. But <laughs> I don't think that the headaches she's getting is, is do- the, I think that there there's more to it. She even mentioned uh, she like caught a glimpse of his ring and she said it was like cold and next, black. This is and- the next couple chapters. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. Uh so next chapter <laughs> that part. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. Um so the next chapters we're going to be reading are going to be chapters 36 through 40. Hopefully we can sort out a little bit more of who the real killer is and why Lady Rumpelstiltskin is having these horrible headaches. Who will Susie end up with? Lord Fuckboy. Or Captain <laughs> Panties in a Bunch. Damn. You know? <laughs> I mean, technically, Kale's the Lord. Okay, okay. You say Prince- or his royal fuckness. <laughs> <laughs> Is that better? <laughs> um, with that, we want to say thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, stay tuned for next episode, and we love you guys. Peace. Bye. Bye. Bye.